That's right. It's another riveting episode of The Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. I got wrapped up in reading the Gospel of Thomas and the Gospel of Mary Magdalene. So that's quite interesting. Maybe I'll go into it uh, in another episode. I mean, who really says that? I got wrapped up reading the Gospel of Thomas and the Gospel of Mary Magdalene. I mean, some psychopath like me. One interesting thing, though, that I found uh, in the Gospel of Mary Magdalene is that they make a distinction between what Jesus is and what we are. They call Jesus the Son of Man, and they keep striving to be like the Son of Man. So think about that. I mean, look around. There's men and women. Well, if that is the case, then what does that actually infer? It allows us to infer, or what does it allow us to infer? Uh, that basically you have two really, really big generations of mankind. So the Son of Man would imply that Jesus comes from Adam's stock, or of the Adam and Eve and Lilith stock, and then the rest of us probably have come from the Noah stock. So that's a very, very interesting way to look at things if uh, the Gospel of Mary Magdalene is true. And if you believe in that kind of thing. And so what, is, what else does that mean? It means that one of the sons of man, one of the Adam stock, came down to the Noah stock and started to preach directly from God. I mean, that's, that all of a sudden makes the story very, very interesting. Uh, and it, it requires some pondering because there are some key key quotes in there that I'd probably bring up, but I don't have them all organized. Uh, so another time, but that's that's what held me up tonight. So anyway, I don't know if any of you saw this, but all lately today, there's been earthquakes everywhere. Oh, there's earthquake. There was an, uh, an earthquake, a 6.0 earthquake, 800 miles southwest of California. So that's all the way out in the ocean. So what, what's going on there? I don't know if any of you remember all the earthquakes that were occurring when Donald Trump was president. When Donald Trump was president, you had these bizarre 6.0 magnitude, 5.8 magnitude, 6.1 magnitude earthquakes all over the country. And a lot of these earthquakes occurred near weapons testing sites or... Uh, land that was owned by Department of Defense contractors. And you have to say to yourself, well, that is very, very telling. Why are there earthquakes and they are always about the same magnitude? And why are they miraculously found by military installations, either private or belonging to the Department of Defense? Then you remember a story where Donald Trump was training the military to fight in underground tunnels and bunkers. And all of a sudden, you kind of piece together that maybe, just maybe, all of those rumors about deep underground military bases, dumbs, are potentially true. And they started to destroy some of these military bases. There's big-time rumors that Haiti, and Haiti is, a, is, is just a, a, a den of disgustingness, just... Hillary Clinton is down there. Bill Clinton is down there. All of these dumb Democrats and rollover Republicans are down there. And they 
have basically hijacked Haiti. So I don't know if you remember this, but I don't have the person's name in front of me, but one of the people, one of the women that worked for the Clinton Foundation, she was caught stealing children, 33 children, oddly enough, uh, when there was that earthquake over there in Haiti. So, oh, wow, my goodness. Why would a woman from the Clinton Foundation be stealing 33 children? What are the odds that she was stealing that many children? I don't know. You better do some numerology. So the point is, is that being that Haiti is the hub, probably, for all of these trafficking efforts like human trafficking, child trafficking, drugs, guns, so on and so forth. That Haiti story that I brought up yesterday all of a sudden takes a different tone because, especially with the guy that is running the coup over there right now, he is asking for Russian support. So if Russia is going to go in there and they truly end up supporting this guy, and that means Russia has access to America's Strategic Petroleum Reserve and also access to the dirty dealings that were probably going to be found in those deep underground military bases in Haiti itself. And all of that stuff is linked to Epstein Island, Little St. James, and Great St. James. Nobody talks about Great St. James. I'd really love to know what happened on that island, also owned by Jeffrey Epstein, but that's probably for another time and more digging. The point that I'm trying to get at is that there is something going on right now, and it probably has to do with the midterms, if not just after the midterms. You had a 6.0 earthquake off the coast, around 800 miles off the coast of California. What could that possibly be? Sounds to me like a low-yield nuke, and it also sounds like it's a undersea military base, because those exist as well. You can do some digging on those, and you will find that they, in fact, do have deep undersea military bases, which probably do connect in one form or another to the deep underground military bases on land. Remember that also that myth that I brought up about Atlantis? Atlantis, you couldn't get to Atlantis. And Dark Journalist brought this up in his last podcast on YouTube, you couldn't get to Atlantis. Every time you'd try to sail to Atlantis, you'd be veered off course. You, you wouldn't be able to get there. But somehow the Atlanteans were able to get across the planet and throughout the rest of the planet. Well, they were using underground caverns and also underground waterways, so underground rivers. So there is something to all of that. this story. There's, there's this kind of thing didn't go anywhere. It's just been covered up and forgotten about, forgotten about in quotes. So watch out for more of those 6.0 earthquakes or the, you know, around that 5.8, 6.1. They're always around military bases and they always try to say, oh, it's a, it's a freak earthquake. We had no idea that something like this was going to happen in a spot like that. What are the odds of that occurring? Usually not very good. So that's why we raise our suspicion meters to the red. Okay, so this is something else that's coming out now. This is what I think is, is going to be going on uh, with with South America, too, because Haiti is also involved. This whole election in Brazil. So 
people in the United States have been hearing almost nothing about this election in Brazil. So there's this guy, Bolsonaro, and he is basically the Trump of South America. Every time he would give a rally, tens of thousands of people would show up. There was no way this guy was going to lose the election. And what happened? Poof! He lost the election to Lulu or Lola or Lolo, whatever the hell the guy's name is. And he's a big time socialist World Economic Forum stooge. So, oh, my goodness. Once again, what are the odds of that? Somebody that couldn't bring out, uh, you know, 10 people somehow beats somebody that brings out tens of thousands of millions of people. Well, there was some funny business going on with the election machines in one particular district. Those election machines were basically franchised out of Colombia. What happens in Colombia? Was it Colombia or Venezuela? Ah, nuts. I wish I had that. Uh, what happens in Colombia? Colombia is basically owned by the United States through the drug running and, uh, you know, the, the, the cartels and all of that. So, wow, I never would have guessed that we had more electronic voting machine nonsense coming from a United States-aligned country or dominated country. Maybe that's a better term. Uh, and then now we all of these people are protesting. You even have cops and the military siding with Bolsonaro. And this is going to be an effort um, by the United States to overthrow Brazil to splinter BRICS. What is BRICS? Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. And then there's BRICS Plus. Uh, you've got other countries that want to join, like Saudi Arabia and parts of the kingdom thereof. So what is that? What is BRICS? It's an economic powerhouse that is meant to not fight against, but be a balance to the Western economies. So think of the EU, the UK, the United States, uh, and Mexico, and Canada, Australia, New Zealand, that, that kind of thing. So it's a counterbalance to the Western economic bloc. So what did they just do? The World Economic Forum just threw out, more than likely, a duly elected individual by the name of Bolsonaro, much like they did to Trump, in an effort to fraction BRICS so that all of a sudden BRICS will no longer be as powerful. And by in turn, it would also mean that the new type of currency that BRICS was trying to establish is going to be placed into jeopardy. Also, what did this do? It solidified the Western Hemisphere so that the United States, Canada, Mexico, Brazil, all of the powerful countries are now under the jackboot of the World Economic Forum and the Bank of International Settlements. So that is really what is going on with that. That's also tied to Haiti. So what you're looking at is you're looking at little coups going off here or there, as Russia and BRICS vie off against the EU and the United States and the UK. So you should start to see more of that go on. But the, the whole thing in Brazil, there's no way that this guy lost the election, just like there's no way that Trump lost the election. Oh, I'm sorry. There's It, it certainly appears to me a very suspicious outcome uh, in the United States during the election of 2020 with Trump. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean he won the election, but it's very, very suspicious given the circumstances surrounding that election. So watch out for that, because the other part, remember how I said, oh, the beginning of October, 
the CIA director showed up into the Ukraine. Oh, at the end of October, all of a sudden they've got a dirty bomb. Miraculously, miraculously, the CIA director also went to Brazil and warned everybody about electoral sabotage, about hijacking elections. And what happened? What happened? The election was hijacked. So it's more nonsense by the CIA and the United States government and the Biden administration and all that crap. And so this came out in justthenews.com. The FBI official connected to the Hunter Biden laptop story, suppression, still advising big tech. What are the odds of that one? I mean, talk about verbal crutches. I'm just stunning myself here. The odds of all of these events occurring are lotto odds. I should just be playing that. Widely regarded as a potential election game changer, the New York Post story, which included the Hunter Biden laptop, was heavily throttled by Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg. And they also revealed that the FBI was directly involved in warning them about potential disinformation campaign. No, you had a whole bunch of Democrat-aligned stooges that thought that Donald Trump was a fascist. Uh, Maybe he was breaking up human trafficking rings. Uh, He was a fascist. And we need to get him unelected. So they all coordinated. They all coordinated together. Oh, and by the way, little food for thought. Little food for thought. Human trafficking and child trafficking. Think about this. Who controls the logistics networks? If you're talking about 800,000 kids, a million kids going missing in the United States every year, that is a vast logistical network. That isn't just somebody picking up a kid in a car by offering them candy. That requires a lot of integration across county lines. So that ultimately means that that there is a supply network going on. Now, Think on a grand scale. Who controls the supply networks? It is none other than the unions. And who controls the unions? None other than the Democrats. And now you know why there is so much trafficking going on under Biden. Donald Trump was the only president besides Eisenhower that stifled these human trafficking rings more than any other president. And now Biden comes in with the assistance, the probable assistance of the unions. And lo and behold, we've got immigration to save children and unaccompanied minors and spreading them out across the country so that they can live out the American dream. No, 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 not going to buy it. So Attorney General is going back to justthenews.com. <laughs> talk, talk about... Talk about a, uh, a, a, a side road here that we just went down. Attorney General from Louisiana, Missouri, previously identified FBI Foreign Influence Task Force Section Chief Laura Del whoa, Demlo as involved in briefing Facebook. Well, it turns out that they're all still involved. Then they're all still worrying about reports of disinformation. And so why is this occurring? It's because they are taking the next steps down the road of fascism due to 
the World Economic Forum and the Chinese model. I brought this up before, where, where they didn't use... It's not China influencing the political climate. It's the money that is flowing through China influencing the political climate. Because people like the World Economic Forum and the Davos crowd, they're the ones that set up the social credit score system. They're the ones that set up all of the infrastructure and zero COVID policies in China. That was a testing ground. So all of those policies are going to start trickling out throughout the rest of the world. So when you see things like this, when they're trying to stifle free speech and they're trying to make sure that there isn't enough disinfo oh, there's three types, by the way. There's disinformation, malformation, uh, malinformation, and uh, I did one other asshole remark that these people made up to make themselves validate their own existence and paycheck. So it's, it's, it's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. They're trying to control the narrative, and that's because they're starting to realize that they can no longer control the narrative because people are becoming too smart and wise to their games. That's why all of this is occurring, because you shouldn't dare question the powers that be when they're trying to limit your freedoms and violate your rights, much like what they did in COVID, much like what we found out in the Daily Caller. Biden's infrastructure bill contains backdoor kill switch for cars. Now, what does that mean? It means that the powers that be, like the police, the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, can remotely shut off your car if they so desire. Buried deep within the massive infrastructure legislation, Biden is a little noticed, in, in what, signed by Joseph Biden. Why, why did they even put that in there? Of course he signed it. There's a little noticed safety measure that will take effect in five years. Marketed to Congress as a benign tool to help prevent drunk driving. Oh, that's right. Everything is to help the little guy. The measure will mandate that automobile manufacturers build into every car a vehicle kill switch. This is mandatory starting in 2000. 26, I believe, uh, or five years. Now, I saw the date 26. If this article is saying 20, uh, five years, maybe 27. So maybe cars being produced in 26 to be introduced into the market in 27 is going, they're all going to have to have that kill switch first. Use of the word passively suggests the system will always be on. That's right. It's a passively monitor, monitoration, monitoring device of the performance of the driver of a motor vehicle to accurately identify whether that driver may be impaired. So, in other words, the thing is always on. Secondly, the system must be connected to the vehicle's operational controls so as to disable the vehicle either from driving or during when impairment is detected. How is it going to detect impairment? Third, it will be an open system, or at least one with a back door, meaning authorized third parties can remotely access the system's data at anytime in real time now you also know why they want electronic vehicles or electric vehicles all over the place thanks to people like elon musk because they want to be able to control the flow of individuals they want to ensure that you can only go where they want you to go that's it and they don't want you to 
be driving too far. Remember what I told you about with the central banking digital currencies? If you're a bad egg, then you aren't going to have a high enough social credit score. And then you will be under essentially a house arrest. If they don't want you to be able to spend your central banking digital currency, a digital dollar, more than five miles from your home, then you will not be able to. And if they don't want you driving more than five miles away from your home, well, now they have this passive kill switch and you are debilitated for some reason. So you need to pull over right now. And I'm sure the cops will be called in to make sure that the impairment wasn't much more than what the car actually detected. This is all nonsense. Oh, it's the Green New Deal. We're trying to make everything better for the environment. No, not really. This is about controlling human beings and massive populations across the planet so that the powers that be can do whatever they want. That's what all of this is about. And the problem that I brought up before is that everybody is seeing through all of this stuff. If, I, if you've got somebody like me not even a doctor. I do have two degrees, but I'm not a doctor. And don't even ask me to try and take the LSAT because I am just terrible with taking the LSAT. I get half the questions right and double the time. So, I mean, just think about how impaired my logic is. Just terrible. And you try and do some logic games. Let me know how you fail on that one. The terrible, terrible, terrible things. Anyway, if I can figure this stuff out, then that means a load of other people can figure this stuff out too. And they don't have to be doctors. So what are they are what are they trying to do? They're trying to control that narrative. And but thankfully there has been pushback. Now I'm suspicious of Elon Musk because Elon Musk comes up with things like Neuralink where he says, "Oh, we're going to put a microchip in everybody's brain so that they can instantaneously interact with the interwebs and technology all around them. Yeah, that sounds great, Elon. Thank you very much. And and your bizarre mother and your equally bizarre stepdad who, who sleeps with his stepdaughter. I mean, just weird, weird, weird stuff. And then you're out there in 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 luciferian armor for halloween with a with a a goat head on it and an upside down cross and you're just bizarre you really are bizarre stop taking so much mushrooms so elon musk's takeover of twitter has seen something miraculous happen they started to call in the contextual i don't know what they call it they call it a contextual ad or context something he brought it up one time on what it exactly is community notes that's what it is so when tweets are tweeted such uh such as the tweet from the white house seniors are getting the biggest increase in their social security checks in 10 years through president biden's leadership there was a Little note that Twitter decided to add to that, saying that seniors will receive a large Social Security benefit increase due to the annual cost of living adjustment that President Nixon introduced in 1972. Essentially, Social Security benefits are tied to the rates of inflation. So the more inflation, the more Social Security benefit. 
And the White House subsequently took that tweet down because they couldn't hide. They knew that they lied and there was no way out of it. So thankfully, this kind of stuff is coming to an end. Oh, God. I mean, could you imagine this? Could you imagine if this stuff went on for even longer than what it has? Can you do another two years of this? I mean, think about it. It's just stupid, stupid stuff. It's just, it's mind-boggling to me that the 25th Amendment to drag this old dotard out of the White House hasn't been enacted yet. I mean, they talked about doing the 25th Amendment to Donald Trump time and time again for anything. The guy sneezed. Oh, he's impaired. He must be dragged out. He's, he's not fit for the presidency. Meanwhile, you got Joseph Biden in the White House putting out crap like that for the past two years. He shakes hands to nobody, falls off stages, falls upstairs. You know, it sucks his wife's finger. I mean, what? this is a leader of the United States, really? So please, enough is enough. Get this clown out of here. Oh, midterms are coming up, so that's also interesting in there, too. So a lot of people say you got to go out there and vote. Vote, vote, vote. But if they can overturn an election uh, like 2020 or the one in Brazil, there's got to be a lot of voting uh, especially when you have places like Pennsylvania, which distributed illegal ballots and illegal envelopes, 250,000 illegal ballots and envelopes in an effort to try and get the Democrats to win and overturn Pennsylvania. I don't think that's going to work. There was a court that said don't count those. So you're already looking at the lies. You're already looking at the cheating going on. And if you still have those electronic voting machines and you don't physically go down there to vote, then everything is up for grabs and every ballot is now suspicious. Every result is now is now suspicious. And you should look at it with a jaundiced eye because if you aren't there doing the counting and if you aren't one of the counters themselves, then the integrity of pretty much every single election from now on is extremely suspect. But the only way out of it is to potentially overwhelm those kinds of efforts and just vote in droves. So this is going to be it for me, the Last Call podcast with Chris Michaels. As always, you can like me, find me, and share me across all social media platforms at The Last Call Caravan.